welcome to my home. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creating us. Come in this last stand for paramedics. It's a full moon. Beware the moon and stick to the road. They will say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for, if not for shedding? All right, let's talk about Terrifier 2. Now, whenever I was, uh, I was actually searching for like the next movie, um, like the next, like, I guess movie past this, I wanted to have something that was similar to like Terrifier 2 after this for like the gore. There has been like a few movies that I found that I'll, I'll run it by you. You let me know if you want to, you want to try that, but, um, this one in general, I felt dragged in a lot of parts, but it it also didn't really explain a lot of things. But again, I think I think if you take the movie at face value, where it's just hey, it's supposed to be a goofy serial killer who's who happens to be immortal, um, and you know, I wasn't I didn't go into it like with a super serious note because the first one didn't really have a story. I feel like the first one was, in my eyes, perfectly rated in how it was supposed to be. It was just supposed to be a general, weird, creepy movie about a psychopathic serial killer who just kills for fun. This one, they try to dive into the lore, and they do a little bit, but they don't really explain a lot. Like there's like a lot of like, okay, what does this mean? What does that mean? So there's a lot of like questions that were not answered in this one. And it could very well be for reason. That's why hopefully, you know, we'll have the inevitable terrifier three. Yeah. But there's just a few things that, um, you know, it's, it's not really like a, a theory that nobody else has thought about, obviously. So, just like your, I mean, overall, I thought it was a pretty damn good movie when it came to story. Now, obviously, the story isn't like the greatest that we've ever seen, but compared to the first one, it had it had a better story. Uh, what what was your initial thoughts? Well, I kind of, I actually, I actually enjoyed this one. Um, I mean, I know the first one just had more of just like the thought process of the the type of killing and the deaths in there to actually. Act. Um, to like put it on like a serial killer point of view of like it's not really much of a of a story plot just more of just like all deaths or yeah the, the murders in there but in this one it kind of give you kind of gives you more of like a link of like what what was like in the bat like kind of like when his first kill was and then where it kind of goes to like now until after he's dead and then he gets resurrected but it kind of gives you the more of a point of view of like how it was going to go in this one than it was in the last one so i actually i mean i liked it i think that the story plot was kind of it was funny it was a little cheesy but it actually kind of 
to me, it was like, because I was actually watching with my wife, and we were kind of like sitting there watching. We were laughing at some moments, but we were actually like, dude, that's actually pretty smart just to make it like, yeah, we all know it's kind of corny, but just to add this extra ump to it in the end was, I don't know, I thought we, I, 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 really, I actually enjoyed it. I mean, it was gruesome, don't get me wrong, but it was, it was pretty good. No, I, I agree. I liked it. There are some people that said that it was a step down, I think, as like an overall movie. I, I get that to an extent. Yeah. But I do believe that because this became... It's like one of those movies that, you know, for instance, you have those movies in the 80s or in the 90s or whatever. Whenever they first release, they don't really get a lot of praise or, uh, you know, box office you know blockbuster hit status but for some reason because the world changes and interest changes and things become you know like more popular i feel like terrifier and i think whenever terrifier released it was still kind of popular in the horror genre and then like you know the the gore hounds if you will um but i think this is one of those films where the first one is always going to be looked at like, oh, why can't you just do a dumb, stupid movie and, you know, don't dive into the lore. It makes it, well, it, but think about it. If if you just did a second movie where he just goes to another warehouse and kills people, that's fine because you're going to have to outdo every kill. Yeah. But then there's going to be people like, okay, so what's the third one going to be? Is he going to go into another warehouse? Then it just won't be fun. Yeah, so at that point, it'll just be like, okay, this is just straight. You, you might as well just make a miniseries TV show where Art just kills, you know, it, it different warehouse and just kills for whatever, you know, for whatever reason. Where's he going to go to next? Exactly. Like, where is he going <laughs> to fucking slice the dick off this time? Speaking of that, I didn't mean to, you know, uh, say it or uh, spoil the, the bloodbath. But um, I do have to say something. So... In my last, like, whenever we spoke about the first one, the reason I had it in my mind is because I had I had started to watch Terrifier 2 for, like, the first 10 minutes and I got busy. I talked about taking the eye out and putting it in his in his eye socket. That's actually from this one. I don't know, I don't know why it got mixed up in my mind, but I remember when I was editing the first one, I, I went back and I was like, I don't remember this being in the first one. Why did I say that? And then when I when I went to because I watched I watched both movies on Tubi. When I went to Tubi, it saves your progress, and I was like, oh, that's where I got it because I originally started it, and then you know we we recorded a little later. So uh, for anybody being like, oh, that's not in the first one. I know I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to say that, but that's the scene I I was referring to when we were talking in the first episode, but. Yeah, I uh, I I enjoyed it thoroughly. the The scenes of of the entire family I thought was kind of corny, but I liked <laughs> I liked how over the top the mom was. At yeah. first, it was really annoying, but I liked that she was over the top. Like, I, I don't know. It felt it almost this movie almost felt like it was purposely trying to be a '80s and '90s film in like Just setting and feel. Yeah. Like with the acting, where like the acting's supposed to be over the top and just corny and goofy because they wanted to make a super serious movie, 
they wouldn't make art goofy and like yeah. you know laughing or you know when he's in the halloween store trying on funny shades and shit like you know what i mean like they yeah. wouldn't do that if if they wanted it to be a serious movie now it did make him super creepy because he's just sitting over there chilling and you know uh it, when he puts on the glasses and he just sits there and like smiles <laughs> shit made me fucking <laughs> laugh and uh the even like one of the funniest parts in the halloween store was she's the the guy the clerk is like hey you gonna pay for those or whatever or i'll get them she's like yeah i forgot my purse and art just comes like all fucking pissed off and just slams it on the table like all right bitch pay for him get the fuck out of here you know what i mean like he's like all right here you go it was just the timing where he slams it and she goes oh okay here's my purse <laughs> it's like uh, the emotion like he changes emotion so quick just to like for your thought of like oh, okay well i mean he's pissed but then the split second he changes his whole personality he doesn't want any time wasted from him to initially start the kill but whenever yeah. he's killing that's when he takes his time it's kind of like you kind of get into his mind a little bit he like he he likes playing a little bit playing around and you know baiting his his prey and you know trying to like fuck with him a little bit before but when he wants to just get it over with and he's ready he doesn't want to be hit he doesn't want to be punched. You can tell every time he got punched or kicked, he was just, he was visibly annoyed. He was like, God, motherfucker. He's like, can you just stop fighting? Um, but the, um, I, I want to talk about the, the part whenever he's paying for the horn and, and he puts the bag down and he's like, yeah, that'll be like seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine, whatever it is. And he puts his bag down. And he's just like pulling out shit out of his bag, and it's just like saws and shit. <laughs> it's like it's like something out of the Looney Tunes, and I thought that was hilarious. And then he gets his coins, and he's like one dime, two dime, you know, just like counting it out. And then the guy slams the hand, and then his face is like, oh, "Dare you?" <laughs> it's just the way his face, and then he smiles. He's like, "Okay, you're gonna die now." You know, he was like, I was gonna, I was gonna kill you, but like, now you're definitely gonna fucking die. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know that, that whole, that one of the, ha the Halloween store scene, like the whole scene was, was pretty good. I liked it. I know it dragged, but I think people are, well, I, I'll agree. A lot of it dragged when they were in the party. I feel like that party could have been cut up like a lot. Yeah. The two hours and 18 minutes, I think it was the runtime was really cool and honestly when i when i looked at it, i was like oh shit two hours and 18 minutes of him just like brutally killing everybody unfortunately it wasn't it was a lot more they wanted to build up sienna and the family yeah i think that's for a reason though hopefully if they make a third one and they don't even acknowledge sienna or jonathan at all then it's gonna be like okay maybe this is like maybe it's something where terrifier or art all this is is this is his dreams and he's having all of these different uh worlds where he's like hey almost like think about it like one punch man obviously this is a huge stretch one punch man dreams about having somebody actually you know coming up to him and, and giving him a good battle but in the yeah. end he just ends up fucking wrecking him i don't think that's going to happen but for whatever reason, if they just completely ignore everything in the third one, then then they got to come out and be like, okay, this is just an anthology, but arts in a different world. But that's not true because they brought over, uh, I think her name's Vanessa. Was, was was that the original chick who got like mutilated? 
Yeah. Yeah. So wh whatever her name is, but she got brought over, um, and you know, still brought over into the lore of this one where it's a long stretch. I so, just, I just hope that the third one they explain all those shits, all those fucking scenes where you're like, okay, but that's super cool, but like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, like even even when the uh, the sword, like I know I'm like saying the ending, and I'll, I'll let you get to your point. Um, whatever the sword like heals her. I'm just like, oh, cool. So she has powers. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, cool. She has powers. And then I'm like, why? Uh, dude, like half of me was like, I was like, oh my god, they're doing this in this movie. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, okay, well, I mean, I like her, so I mean, I don't want her to die. So and I want him to finally kill him. Uh, yeah, kill yeah, I, yeah. I, I like her as a final girl. I thought, I thought it was, you know, I thought she was a pretty damn good final girl, but the whole time like all those little things and i'm like oh cool she got healed by the sword of like zeus or something why uh i don't know like even the uh I, I don't know man there's there's a lot of it uh that i'm sitting there like okay friends okay you know what no i'm sorry i'm, I'm going on a rant what you wanted to say something well i was just wondering how was it the dream that set art to go like find her or does it look like it was intentionally trying to find her when he saw her at the uh, the, the costume store or the yeah that costume store the how did oh I was saying this why how was that how is how did he know like who she was because after that like he just kind of like intentionally tried to get her to I mean, uh, go to the house, kill the mom. Well, I know that's a little spoiler, but like the, 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 the brother. So I was just wondering how he already knew that he was going to come after her. But I wasn't sure if it was because of the dream or not. So, I okay, it, it's obviously not like I'm the only one who's saying this. I believe Art is actually Sienna's father. And the reason I believe that, just like everybody else believes, is that he basically wrote down in his little drawing book all the pictures, and he drew all of this before he died. So he pretty much like told the future. He was a um, what do you call him? A script? Whatever. You, I can't remember what you call him in the Bible. The uh, people, oh, prophet. He's basically like a prophet. But I think he was. I think it might. We're either going to explore the reasoning his her father knew this as something as you know her father sacrificed himself to become some sort of demon or whatever and it became a clown or whatever the case may be a lot of people hope that's what it is because if not then it's maybe this clown is just so malevolent and has such high power that he it's almost like freddy krueger he just knows right all of the shit to go with it because he can get in your mind. He can read all of your thoughts. He knows that it's, it's probably one of those things where art already knows what's going to happen. And he just, he's like, I'll, I'll fuck with him a little bit and I'll have fun. He knows he can't die. He knows that there's different ways to come back to life to, you know, whatever, have his power zapped and move to a different entity. It's, it's like, it's one of those things where there's a lot of different questions that aren't answered and there's a lot of different speculations that are going to happen with this film in this series because none of it was answered. 
I mean, not really. So, I, I get it. I get what you're saying because you're like, I, I don't, I don't understand what, why this happened. Why, like, there's a lot of that in this movie. Now, again, it could be made for that for a particular reason. Have all of these questions unanswered, so that way the third one it can all be answered, and then more gore, and then whatever. Yeah. It's just yeah. I do, what I don't want hap, what I don't want to happen is I don't want it to turn into some sort of story arc where it's some malevolent power force Goku versus fucking Frieza where in the third one it's her versus a bunch of evil clowns and she's fucking slicing and dicing clowns and shit until she gets to him at the very end and then they have this big battle where she's like throwing a fucking icicle blast and a fucking spirit bomb you know I don't want any of that because if it turns into that it's gonna be over the top cheesy it yeah. needs because apparently she has powers and and they they've already explored that she either has yeah. powers or she got or someone gave her powers maybe the sword itself is maybe the dad knew about the about the power and he he had visions maybe he's just he can see in the future right he's a seer if you will he knew that it was going to happen he knew the whole thing was was going to uh, unfold and he knew that the only person that could stop art is sienna so he did some sort of voodoo magic shit or he found this sword from trading like his i don't know his fingernails and i don't know a pile of his shit to like a shaman and then they gave him the sword and was like oh you can use this for any kind of power you want and then he said some sort of seance on it and this is all bullshit but did some sort of seance and now it has powers and it's attached to her maybe he took like some of her blood and it, you know embedded it into the sword so that way whatever happens like she's just always going to be protected it, which which is kind of dumb because if you think she's always going to be protected why would she have trouble sleeping you know what i mean like she's taking pills to go to sleep why wouldn't the fucking sword be like hey i can heal you if you get stabbed in the goddamn chest but <laughs> Sleeping, tough shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just wonder how they're gonna put that in the next one. I mean, I know in this one she was more of like that teenager type attitude where she doesn't believe that stuff, and then it happens, and it like okay, well I'm obviously I'm I don't know how I'm still alive. I should be dead. I mean I got stabbed and I drowned, but then comes back and pretty much acts like she knows her whole power and she's had it for so long, and now it's just like oh. Where's it going to go from there in a way of keeping it from being kind of not over the top? I think even though people didn't like it, personally, in my opinion, I think they should keep the over the top acting because it adds to the just overall hilarious tone. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this is just supposed to be a creepy clown who does some kind of slapsticky shit while he's literally slap sticking someone's fucking foot to their face after he cuts it off or bites it for instance um i don't think they should get rid of that if they go into like hey let's make it a super serious movie we're gonna hire a whole bunch of fucking great actors i feel like it's gonna ruin the movie they, they should keep 
hiring actors that aren't super well known as like a broad uh you know popularity maybe in the horror scene because i know santa's been in a couple other stuff um yeah i can't she was in like one tv show oh she was in the iron fist i know that much um I know she was in like some other stuff. Not, not like a super well. They, they should keep that. Actors who are in the up and coming or they do little stuff. And sometimes that usually makes the movie better because you're not. You're not like, okay, you're not putting the actor up to a standard. You're not putting him on a right. pedestal where like if you had what, let's just say he had fucking Tom Cruise in there and, you know, he's doing some dumb fucking acting and you're like, okay, this doesn't fit. So there's like certain certain levels that they have to stay at and i think the only thing they're going to get more of is more budget for the third one if they do another long movie it's fine if you're going to do another two hour three hour movie you got to make sure that he's literally fucking killing a motherfucker every five minutes yeah because if it's 20 minutes of talking and all of that, it's kind of boring. At that point, you need to have good actors, like really high-level actors for that. Because yeah. people don't really complain about all of the slow parts and higher-end horror films because it they're like, they're literally high-level actors, so you, you almost kind of get lost in the movie. You're like, wait, was this a horror movie? Or is this just a drama? That's usually what happens. Well, also you have to... You also have to pay a lot of these high-end actors to do these type of films, and that kind of disrupts all the money you could be using for something that's a little more excessive in the movie, as of more blood or more prosthetics, more all that kind of stuff that can probably hinder if you're putting too much money into a into a uh, into an actor or a high-list actor. So I, I I like the I prefer the idea of somebody who's kind of new to the game that. Way kind of gives them a more point of view of like, okay, well, she's new. I mean, she might be bad. She might be not. He might be bad. He might, but might not. So, but it kind of gives you the uh, point of view like, well, he's new, so he might actually be not, too, not be too bad. And you're not really thinking too hard on like how bad he is. If you know that like, oh, I've never seen this person before, but he kind of sucks. But I mean, this is a kind of like a low budget film. I know this one was a little bit more. I feel but. like it helps with the distraction. Because, again, you know, if you have, a, a, you know, like Nev Campbell from Scream, if you put her in this film, you know, she's not like, she's not like a high list actor when it comes to like skill. She's a really, really good actor. But if you like put her in there and then you put the others, it's not going to mix well. Yeah. And it's not going to feel right. Because you're going to be so focused on her and then all of the thoughts of, oh my god, is she gonna play like a Sydney character? And that you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna translate. Whereas you yeah. get somebody who you're like, okay, she looks like vaguely familiar, or it could just be, you know, usually how Hollywood is most of the you know, the actors, men and women, they usually look kind of the same. They have that look. So you're like, Oh, okay, maybe it's just a you know, an actress, whatever. And that doesn't distract her. I'm like, okay, well I expect her to deliver the line this way and you're not doing that you're just watching the film you're trying to enjoy it you're waiting for what's promised in this film is the gore and that's really where the biggest thing comes out and i'll i'll admit the the acting for the gore when people are dying 
I thought was way better in this one. Yeah. The way that they... I know it's like weird to say, but it felt more realistic whenever they were actually being murdered and mutilated, except for Allie. That's obviously... <laughs> I mean, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's a little... That, that That's definitely an art kill, but, like, you know, for instance, getting the dick ripped off and all of that. Like, that's that's realistic uh, with how, you know, he's screaming and all of that shit. Real, real, realistic, quote-unquote. I mean, obviously, you know, he's a fucking immortal clown from hell, but, yeah. I mean, you can die being stabbed in the dick, but, like, it's, it's the matter of losing how much blood it is, and I know, like, when you kept stabbing him, he was still alive, but it's, like, it's still painful in the way of, like, oh, I'm not dead because I didn't hit an artery or didn't hit my heart. But. Oh, you, so, I don't know if you've ever heard this or read from it, but you actually die extremely quick if someone were to castrate you. Really? Yeah. If someone were to castrate you, your nuts or whatever, even if it's just your nuts, you bleed out so quick. So yeah, so I mean like yeah, when you got we got that banging, you know, never mind. Um, but when you got that dang dang, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so there's like a lot of blood flow, obviously, like you said. So a lot, like you'll bleed if someone cuts off your dick and then cuts off your nuts, you're gonna bleed out a lot quicker than you think. It is it isn't it isn't something like oh, yeah, I gotta I gotta tie my shirt around it. Tie your shirt around what? It's gone. <laughs> You get to tie your shirt around anything. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> You've basically created yourself your own gash. Good job. Um, so, yeah, that's that, that's just a little little piece of information because I didn't think so either. I was like, oh, yeah, cut it off. That would suck. You know, just put pressure on it. Nope. Doesn't matter. You die. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, I mean, the, I don't know if he castrated him besides taking his dick off, but he definitely stabbed him enough to where, yeah, he was definitely going to bleed out. Uh, regardless um even her friend like, so so that. speaking of that scene whenever he gets his dick ripped off the, the fact that they had to hold the dick and then go to the window <laughs> and it was like it's like it's like look just the tip yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then he's just like let me in and then she just sits there and like she starts the car she could have left she Dude, started was... the car and then she was like you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna scream. <laughs> so then he, she gets dra- so she gets dragged out by old fucking Art the Dick Hand, and then before he could do anything, he gets fucking Judy kicked right in the face. And just that scene, whenever she runs off, he does the whole oh, brother, and then he smiles a little bit. He goes, I kind of like him when they fight, and you know, and he starts chasing after him. So that's that's pretty fucking. So, I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty funny. The way that it's he like just those... rips his dick off, and then you just see the dick like <laughs> sliding down the window. <laughs> you know what I wish they would have done is I wish they would have had Art hold the dick and then knock on the window with it. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> just like, <laughs> <laughs> just hear a fucking slap on the window. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that was. Um... I think that was probably one of the, like. I think I cried. And that scene, you you, <laughs> you you cried from like like imagining your dick getting ripped off, or just laughter. Oh, both of laughter and pain at the same time. <laughs> You're like, it's mean, so good. Much, I didn't care much for the guy, but I, I think he was that was pretty fucked. I mean, I mean, you had to you, you had to kind of figure out that whenever 
whenever someone's wearing a shirt saying just the tip, I promise, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's either A, just a complete Deutsch bag, and is going to get yeah. his dick ripped off, which he actually wasn't really that bad. I didn't think he was too douchey, which was kind of odd. I thought well, it was like he, it's like he, like, cared, but also at the end, it was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I want to do what I want. Gonna... Yeah, they... I felt like they kind of did wrong in his character. It, the, the movie was already supposed to be over the top. Make him just an over the top, cliche douchey character. So that way, when he yeah. gets his dick ripped off, nobody cares. You don't have enough time to build a character. And they yeah. they made him a little human when he was like a little worried about Sienna. Yeah. Fuck that. He should have just straight up been like, "Yo, yo, babe, you want to fucking do coke off my dick?" And then just <laughs> immediately do that. She just coke off his dick, and he goes out to pee, and then he gets his dick ripped off. That's yeah. that's how it should have happened. So, I don't know. It, it, I get what they were trying to do, kind of make it realistic, and be like, oh, but, you know, that sucks. But no, fuck that. We got a demon clown who's like, <laughs> who just made made a fucking girl into a human torture doll who was oh pouring salt God. in her wounds. And bleach. Yeah. In bleach, oh. and then her mom came in and, and heard it, and then he's sitting there silently laughing and losing <laughs> his shit as she's like, Mom, Mom. <laughs> and he's just he's just he's literally slapping his knee. He's like, "That's the funniest shit I've heard all day." <laughs> like it's, <laughs> I don't know, man. This shit was fucking hilarious. I mean, oh, it, it was, God. it definitely topped all the other kills. That okay. particular scene. It, I don't know. Just just the fact so, that it like zoomed in and she's like, "Mom." <laughs> it's like, did you really need that injury to un like injury to insult or insult to injury? Sorry. But, okay, we'll have to say this though. We have to. I have to ask you this. Okay. Do you think that this scene? I I would say I know it's different, but was, is this scene worse or as worse as the scene the first one where? she gets cut in half. Oh, 100% worse. Because he because he keeps her alive. He keeps I her mean, he keeps her alive enough to where she's feeling pain pretty much all over. I mean, he twists her fucking arm like it's a, a mozzarella string cheese and then just rips it off like it's nothing. And then on top what? of that, it, like yeah, like he, the salt and the bleach, he's doing it to like keep her alive. He doesn't want her to die yet. Because either A, he just wants to have fun with his torture, uh, his torture doll, or he knows about the mom coming home and he wants her to freak out so he can kill her too. I think it's just more or less the first one. He just wants to, you know, play with his doll and, yeah. and fuck around. Dude, now, I, know I get it whenever she gets sawed in half, but realistically, she would probably die about halfway through that whenever she's yeah. getting sawed in half. She'd probably be either a pass out from the shock and then eventually die. Obviously, when she gets cut in half uh, towards the heart and all that. Yeah, my wife but, was like, "What the fuck is she still alive?" It's right, been like a fucking thirty minutes. She's exactly, still alive. that's what I'm saying. I feel like that one's way worse because, like, got literally ripped her skin off off the top of her face, pulled like scalped her, and then yeah. just like made her like her tendons and shit come out like of her arm. And she's just sitting there on the bed, all propped up, and you know, just like <laughs> you gotta stop doing that, dude. I can't. It's so fucking funny. Like I don't know why. Like I mean, yes, that scene. 
<laughs> that scene was horrendous, but I laughed so hard. I just didn't expect for them to make her make her talk. I thought it was going to be like her just like trying to move her mouth, but then just you know just like came out. It, I don't know, man. That <laughs> my opinion, one hundred percent worse. I oh, thought yeah. I, I mean, thought than the saw in half. The saw in half was anything was was like anything I'd ever seen before. Because again, we're not really big into gore, but it, it was yeah. To being sawed in half like that was pretty crazy. This one though, he was just like, I'm I'm having fun. Yeah, I'm having fun. And then you know after that, he serves her mom's head like with the candy. <laughs> And then and then they're and then the fucking parents are like uh, with the kids they're like oh my god no or no sorry the kids are like oh my god ew is is that real and mom's like oh no it's just effects <laughs> and he's just smiling and then he's like oh only one <laughs> yeah art doesn't like art doesn't like anybody else breaking rules only him only yes because it's so nonchalantly too. Let, okay, I want to talk about the creep factor. So, the creep factor is definitely all over the place in this movie. But the few things that I really enjoyed, what they did to make it just extra creepy, and it's just added scenes that you didn't really need to have, but it just makes it makes art even creepier. First of all, you have him drink water. Why? <laughs> he's in the kitchen and he has a glass of water, and it's just like nothing. And he's like, oh, I'm going to search for knives and then kill her. And then the next thing you have is you have him make dinner for for Jonathan to come home to while the mom's face is completely imploded from the shotgun. And then and then he proceeds to to feed her mashed potatoes into her mashed fucking face. Like I mean oh. jabs that bitch in there and then just laughs and then and then Jonathan's like Oh God! What is this? You know, what I mean, like that—that that scene where he's like, "Ew!" You know, he's like, "Oh, that sucks," and then he just runs upstairs. But <laughs> he says the exact same way you just said, "Ew, that sucks." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That just those parts where he's doing normal shit, I thought was really creepy, and I thought a perfect scene. Yeah, they were filler, but I felt like they were put there for a reason to make it more creepy. Because, oh, yeah. again, everybody knows that he's just a fucking demonic, unstoppable clown. But to add those scenes of him drinking water, cooking, you know, putting on a fucking uh, apron to make make some mashed potatoes, hopefully garlic in there and some butter, it, it, like it didn't make it made fucking sense. Like he could have just he could have just literally had Jonathan come in and see his mom with her face blown off and he's laughing. But just to add again, injury to insult or insult to injury. I keep mixing that up. Fucking stuffing the mashed potatoes in her face, literally yeah. in her pie hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, cre- like created a one. fucking Grand Canyon crevice from that twelve gauge. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was probably. I'd say other than the of Allie's torture, I think that part was just the most. Kind of like it felt like it was so thought the thought process of that was so like extremely gruesome and extremely like thought uh, thought of that it was like actually fit perfectly in there because like I mean in the first one uh, I remember when she well sorry when Art choked that uh, chick's chest and her and her uh, her hair and he acted like the 
a female, was walking like a female. I felt right. like this was kind of added on a little more in this one. It was more like a female point of view or a, a mother type look. And I think that's probably what she, he was acting as. Like, oh, here, mom made dinner. Here, come eat. I'm going to stuff your other mom in the face with some mashed potatoes in her gap <laughs> face. So, I mean, like, Ima imagine if that's how it was written in the script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's just yeah. the writer, like, writing out, be like, yeah, I'm going to stuff your mom with mashed potatoes in her fucking mashed face. <laughs> and someone's reading that, it's like, are, am, I, am I saying that? Or is that, like, an art's head? Like, I don't, what, what am I supposed to read? Just fucking uh, act the, it out. Okay, all right. The fake doll and cat face. Fuck yeah! Like like are those are those like Yukon gold potatoes or? <laughs> is that russets or is that fingerlings? Yeah yeah yeah. Are those the russets or fingerlings? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah. Did you want to move on to the uh, the kills? Yeah, let's do it. All right, it's time for a bloodbath. <laughs> All right, you go ahead and start. So, what was one of your favorite kills that uh, that was on there? I'd say one of my favorite kills is the corner from the beginning of the movie. Oh yeah, you did. Okay, so you like you like that beginning kill? I do. Okay, I, I like. And the idea was, I'm one. I'm glad that they actually showed the kill. I had a feeling they were going to, in a way, just kind of like express it because it kind of ends that cliffhanger from the first one. Yeah, and I was really bummed out about they didn't show it in that one. So when they popped on this one, I was actually pretty excited about it. Well, not excited, but I was just really finally knowing what, how he dies. Um, but like the him like coming back to life and looking at himself now, where he's got a hole in the back of his head and he's got he doesn't have an eye. And he, this guy is trying to survive, but he calls the cops. But then all of a sudden, like he comes in and takes his own eye puts it in his eye and he like says surprise like that was like a good i thought that was a really good start in the movie of really good opening scene i agree yeah i mean he does again he does last for a bit he gets like, like i think he gets slit in the neck and so he's like trying like he's they get stabbed and still kind of alive but it's like i think it's more of like the, he's still the adrenaline still is taking him so until he totally like i think he Cut, uh, uh, oh no no! But yeah, I, I think that I think that eye scene really makes the effect that here's eye for an eye. Like he probably gets his eye back and it kind of starts from there. So, and how he does that was like a, like when he does a surprise on it and his eyes like basically still out of his eyelid is fucking creepy. Creepy. One hundred percent. So yeah, I'd say that one was was my top favorite. And he was hitting him with like a small little hammer too, but like yeah. absolutely obliterating him with that hammer. And, it, and it's like it's not like it's. Um, I mean, it's so small. I think it's just more of like he wanted to feel him to feel the pain instead of just killing him so quick. <laughs> feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah, that's definitely. One. All right. The one of mine is pretty obvious. We've already talked about it a little bit. Is uh, Jeff getting stabbed in the groin and getting his dick ripped off. I have never... It, <laughs> I have never... Okay, the reason... Another reason I picked this is because, do you remember in 
in the first episode that we recorded how I talked about that I wanted a death like this and I wanted I wanted it to be like where he like rips my dick off or something and then like jabs it down like my throat after I die or something like that. I can't remember what tangent I went off, something weird. So whenever I saw this and I saw his shirt, I was like, oh my God, are they going to kill him by dick ripping? So whenever he went outside and took a, took a piss, I was so surprised that they actually ripped it off and killed him. I thought it was going to be a fake out. You show him pissing and then you just stab him in the neck or something and then try to scare the girl. But obviously Art's MO is I'm not trying to hide. Like I'll find your bitch ass. Who cares? I'm going to have him suffer. You can hear it for all I care, and then I'll come kill you. So when he gets... It, it, it's just the whole scene of ripping his dick off after killing him, and then just <laughs> just having his hand with the dick by the window, and it just slides down slowly while he's looking at her. Like, that whole scene is fucking hilarious. I don't know why, but it just is. So that, that was one of mine, 100%. That's good. Now that I know that you can actually die from losing that much blood from the, getting the, the dick ripped off, is definitely now it's my fear. That's that's your fears to get your dick ripped <laughs> off and die from it. It wouldn't be the initial getting your dick ripped off. I mean, yes. <laughs> I'll get my dick ripped off, bro. I don't care, but I don't want to die. You know what I mean? I don't want to die from a dick ripping. You know what I mean? Like I'll get my dick ripped, but I don't want to die from a dick ripping. I just didn't expect to have that much. Uh, <laughs> Have that much blood? Yeah, yes. Cause and effect gets me now. Okay. Yeah, bro. It's not blood. It's just beet juice, homie. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that's what's all the buildup is. Beet juice just you know flows flows through your cock and makes it large. You know what I mean, dude? I don't like beets, so I probably have nothing down there. Okay. Well. Ruined it. All right. What's your next skill? Uh, well, we've already talked about this one, but uh, Allie. Was my other one. 100%. Uh, that was that, one of the most brutal and gruesome kills I've ever seen in cinema. Yes. That that was the most heinous type of kill I've seen. And just the fact that how long she stays alive. How torture. The torture was just so bad. I mean, just the fact that she he just keeps them alive by just throwing salt in each other. Like Literally throwing shit. salt in the wounds. <laughs> yes. yes. That's, just, that's exactly what my wife says. Like, oh, it looks like you just throwed salt in the wounds. I'm like, oh, oh, I got it. That's so bad. Oh, I see what you fucking did. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, I would say, like, I know we had that conversation from the first one. Where she gets sawed down from her hoo-ha down to her head. Was you said hoo-ha? Bro, do you, know, <laughs> do you know how graphic... Of movies that we're watching and how graphic we talk and you said a hoo-ha i, was being, I feel i, was I feel i feel like i feel like you talked that. with your mom today <laughs> <laughs> didn't say i've been around my mom a lot last couple uh, that, that, you know what that's fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know get your hoo-ha all the way down to your ha-hoo you know what i mean I'm sorry, her twat from her damn ass. Yikes. Okay, go. I didn't mean you to be, like, derogatory. I just meant you to, hey, like... I can't win! I can't <laughs> fucking win! <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Allie was, was on my list. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, like, speaking of her kill, 
you know, you know, I talked about like him like ripping off her arm. So just the way that he just he takes like a little slit out of it and then just fucking I don't know and then like rips it off. It's almost like one of those um, what do you call it? Uh, those things you like. It's it already has the serrations, and okay, I, I can't think of the particular item, but those. Those products that you buy that has the serrations where you like break it off a lot easier. That's how I felt like he did with her arm. And then he then he proceeds to literally get her uh, fingers in the middle and then rip it like string cheese. Oh, it was just yeah. it was so funny. And then when she's she's crawling on the ground and I'm like, oh god, just end it. And he's like, nope, salt and bleach. <laughs> and then just fucking like pours it all over her. And it's I'm like thinking, and then I'm thinking, how in the fuck is she gonna be able to even call? Because didn't he just get done ripping one of her arms in half? And I, I guess technically she has the other finger, but it, you mean like that whole time, man? I, I don't, I don't know. Like the <laughs> no, the phone was too high up, couldn't reach. She doesn't have the upper body strength for that. <laughs> he rips her face <laughs> off. Just for no reason. He just rips your face off. I don't know why. Alright, yeah. that's uh, that, that was that was one of mine, too. So I'll, I'll get to my, I guess, technically last one. I chose Brooke. Uh, whenever she got her chest caved in and her heart eaten. Yeah. That one was... It definitely showed that Art... He's not a... Uh, he doesn't play fair, obviously. So he throws that acid, whatever that you know, substances in her face. And I mean, it immediately melts. <laughs> yes. There's like no like real realistic, uh, of, of it. Like just like, you know, curdling up her, her cheeks or whatever. It just immediately yeah. melts her face. And then the brutality of him hitting her with her, with his like piano knife stick and just literally beating the shit out of her. It, it felt, it felt real in that part. It was so brutal. There wasn't really a lot of music. It was just the sound of him slashing the fuck out of her back. Goes down. And then I thought it was over. Because, you know, he was like, okay, I'm just going to bash her head in and then we'll get it over with. But then caves her fucking chest in with it. And then it just, you see her turn lifeless after that. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's fucking brutal. But then this fucking motherfucker... It rips her chest open more and eats her heart while it's still beating. So then that's that also goes with like, okay, that's super cool, but why? <laughs> why is he eating the heart? Like he didn't do that in the other ones. So I don't know why he's eating a heart. Is it just because, eh, fuck it, whatever? And he really well, becomes I'm more cannibalistic in this one too. Eating yeah. Jonathan and shit. I don't get it. So I, I don't know well, if it's... Go ahead. Well, he—I know he was eating that the girl's face in the first, very end of the first one. I think that they were trying to add that a little more. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was eating the face. I—I yeah. I think I think it more or less brings brings a question like, why is he eating a live heart? That's really yeah, my that's, main thing. Yeah. Is is it because he like needs to eat it or something? Does he harvest the organs? Or is it well, just? just a, I, guess, I mean, he's a demon now, right? Like, or is he just like? A, I think he's always been a demon. That's that's the whole question of that. Is that I think he's always been a demon, and I think the more times he gets killed, 
the more powerful he becomes. So the first one is just like a body bag of a regular human, whoever got chosen, whatever. And then the more times he gets murdered or killed or whatever, he, he comes back even stronger, which is almost kind of like Jason and like a mixture of Friday the 13th and a mixture of um, Nightmare on Elm Street. More Friday the 13th because as you saw each movie, he becomes like zombie Jason, fucking Uber Jason when he's in space. So it just be kind of just kind of gets more and more. Maybe that's the reasoning wise is now that he's turned, I guess, more immortal. He can he needs to harvest and eat organs to stay somewhat alive. But also like, yeah, let's have a glass of water. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it still goes back to that and like why? <laughs> Yeah. Alright, so what about your uh, next one? That was... Uh, actually, Brick was my last one. Brick was your last one? Okay. Yeah. Alright. I mean, the same way. I mean, it, I mean, she... And it kind of shows more of, like, she's actually dead. And it's, like, when she kills him. And there's, like, there's... There's not much torture in it, but, like, the heart... It's, the, him eating the heart was definitely the big, big kicker. And, like, that was pretty... Just the way pretty she... Fun. Just the way that she became riddle after yeah. the caving in and then he just ripped her apart because then like the soul left she was just this fucking meat bag for him yeah. to just eat like it was basically like dinner he was like oh fucking finally i had to work for my dinner here we go exactly exactly but yeah that was definitely that was my last one and he was i mean they and there were some good kills in there but i think those three were the most Looked at, and plus the plus your uh, your dick cutting guy, <laughs> dick cutting guy, <laughs> butthole of the night. All right, go ahead and start off. Who was your uh, butthole of the night? I'm gonna say Brooke was the butthole of the night. Brooke was butthole of the night. Okay, all right. I, yes, I. I know she was trying to make her friend feel more of like ease at ease because she just goes she's been going through a lot since her dad died, but I felt like the way she did it was just kind of messed up and I felt like she was just more selfish and didn't care about her. It was just more of like I wanna go to this party and uh, ha uh, drink and have drugs and <laughs> fuck the, the I mean the she she did spike her drink with Molly. Yeah. But it's yeah, but it's like that's not what that's not what good friends do. It's it's more of like oh, that's just a person would do. Oh, that's what I would okay. fucking do. I would <laughs> spike the fuck out of your drink. <laughs> I'd put fucking Molly. I'd put fucking tranquilizers in that bitch. All kinds Ew. of stuff. <laughs> Big roar. <laughs> Dude, the world would go slow. I'll fucking long, make dude. you sit on like the bedpost, and be like, mom. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, I I agree on that. I think I think she was definitely one of the buttholes for sure. Um, yeah. I felt like she kind of redeemed her. I mean, redeemed herself in a teenagery way. Whenever she was talking about how her dad died, Sienna's dad, to yeah. uh, to old old tip, I promise. And then at the end of it, she's like, "Yeah, but she'll be fine." You almost like almost saying like, "Hey." 
I'm saying all this kind of mean shit, and I feel like she caught herself realizing that she's talking shit about her quote unquote best friend. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, wait. Because she already knows that old Jeffy there isn't going to say anything to the, the girl, but then she realized, hey, I'm kind of being a bitch. So she kind of apologized. But I think that doesn't really cover the rest of it, of her fucking spiking her. I mean, maybe in, in her mind, it was like, hey, I'm going to spike her drink. I'm going to make her have fun, let loose, because she's always, always in her feelings. Oh, my God, my dad died. Yeah, okay, that's kind of a big fucking deal, but, you know, um, yeah. let's spike her drink to make her feel good. So I'm in agreement. Pretty much 99% of that. 100%. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. do have a good point. 99%. 100%. You do have a good point, though. She does kind of try to forgive herself. I just think that overall... It's just... No, overall, yeah, she's a bitch. Fuck her. I'm glad she died, but uh, <laughs> she, she's one of my favorite kills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that you didn't do this. I, I'll just continue doing it for me. It's not a big deal. I had a runner-up, and then, of course, my, my butthole of the night. But Oh, I, I actually have a runner-up. You do have a runner-up? Okay, cool. Well, who's your runner-up? The mom. Okay. All right. What's the reasons for the mom? I, I understand that she's a mom, but she was. I think she was more bitchy than than acting like a mom. Like I know it sounds like she was more stressed out because it's just her, her kids, and yeah. But it's like, I know your kids can be like dumb and fucking weird. Like the sons of, is weird, but she doesn't give a shit. Like she doesn't care. Like she doesn't want to hear out anybody. She just, and it just kind of made it feel like she was just there just to piss you off. And to me, it did. Like, it, I don't know. The way yeah. she acted, just not a mom-like. It was just more like the stepmom-like. Like, I don't fucking care what you think. Get the fuck away from me. You know, that's, that's actually a really good point. She did kind of act like a stepmom. Very, yeah. um, like, very too, like, too much over the top. I mean, maybe it's just because she's dealing with, a, you know, her dad dying and she's lonely and whatever other fucking case bullshit that she's unfortunately seething about something and it's it's just cancerous and obviously giving to her daughter and her son yeah. um so i mean luckily she died and she got mashed potatoes in her fucking pie hole so that was great <laughs> <laughs> so i'll go ahead and i'll go ahead and go off of that she was without a doubt my butthole of the night the mom was for, for like pretty much all the reasons you named um just an overbearing piece of shit in the movie yeah. it, when i saw her fucking dumbass mangled face get turkey stuffed with mashed potatoes <laughs> you don't understand like when she got when she got it shoved in her face I chuckled uncontrollably like I just I did the whole <laughs> like I just couldn't I don't know why I was. it was kind of the same with um, you know the, the whole fucking uh, what's her name Allie in the bed saying the mom that I just I don't know what it was but there's just certain moments in this movie that it, it's funny the way it's delivered is just hilarious yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. So she was 100% my butthole of the night. Um, my runner-up was Jonathan. He he was so close to being butthole of the night for me. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the naive and, you know, idiocy of preteens. I, I don't know yeah. what it is. But he, he was honestly saved by the fact that he was just really harmless and always in distress more or less than like, you know, he's he's a small teenager. Uh, he luckily wasn't a douche as a child, and that's like a huge bonus. He wasn't one of those children that, you know, he kept talking about, I want to be arts, you know, for Halloween. And luckily he didn't turn out to be 
I want to be exactly like Art, and I want to kill too. And then she has to like save him from going down a path of, you know, uh, killing people or whatever. You know, it's just he, him being a teenager, he thought it looked cool. But then he came to realize I probably shouldn't do that. So Dude, that that, that like, was my runner up. Just watch like the third one. He comes in. He, he wants to Art. Like, dude. He tried to kill you, and you want to be him on Halloween again? What the fuck is wrong with you? Exactly. It, kids... <laughs> but here's the thing. It, you can't really fault him too much. I mean, look at it today. There's people still dressing up as serial killers for Halloween. Yeah. E- even though it, even though he is a fictional character, people dress up as Norman Bates. Psycho. I mean, it's a fictional character, a fictional serial killer. But... You know, he was based on a lot of other serial killers. I mean, I people, saw last on the last Halloween, people were dressing up as Jeffrey Dahmer. Exactly, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, well, you know, because of the fucking TV show, but um, you know, dressing as Je- actual like cannibal. Exactly, Jeffrey Dahmer, Ed Gacy, like all of these people. Like, even though Leatherface is from, <laughs> I hate to say, it, but I dress up as Leatherface. But Leatherface is based off Ed Gein, which is you know like the real Leatherface. Um, and you know, I dressed up as him. There's something about it that, like, when you're dressed up as like a real person, all of these serial killers that that are just looked at almost like fucking Spider-Man and Iron Man and shit when it comes to Halloween. Which yeah. realistically, that's how I look at like the fictional serial killers, like Ghostface or Jason or Freddy Krueger. Those are like my Iron Man and Spider-Man and stuff. So. Um, it it kind of makes sense why he wanted to be Art the Clown. Now, still agree that, bro, the shit just happened. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. too soon. Too fucking soon. <laughs> like, give it a little time. That's that's yeah. beyond, like... I mean, he's a, he's a, chi- he's a child, so like, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But, alright, let's move on to Boomstick Operator. It's an emergency operator. This... Is my All right, so I'll start off with my runner-up. It's kind of a cop-out, but I don't really give a shit. Um, I'm gonna go with Sienna's dad. He's the runner-up for Boomstick Operator. <laughs> I didn't even think about that one. Sienna's dad for creating and conjuring up this demon and giving us the fun. <laughs> That's Damn my runner-up, baby. I wasn't thinking that was a character. Hey, technically he's a character. He's a faceless character, but he's a character. And he could very well be art. But, yeah, I chose... I mean, other than the the funny statement, but I did choose as as him as the runner-up because, I mean, if, if all else fails, make him the person who created this entire thing. Yeah. You know, in the third one. Have him come out to either A, he's art... Or B, he's the one who created art, you know, out of his imagination. Maybe this entire series is about one's imagination coming to life after you draw it or whatever. Maybe there's some lore that they're going to, you know, explore in the future. I actually don't I actually like that idea of him being the one who created all this. Just from a thought. Like, you know, you know, all of those um you know, there's there's fuck you, but thank you. Exactly. Like, fuck you for, you know, creating this murderous clown. But thank you for having, you know, Ali sit in bed. Just, you know, like, thank you for that. 
damn it! <laughs> no, all right. That's, all right. Did you did you have a runner up for yours? I didn't have runner up. But okay, I that's fine. We're just trying to try to figure out a good character there. So who is you, your uh, who's your boomstick operator tonight? I did the store clerk. Okay. All right. I did that because he was he was somewhat the savior in this. I mean, I know he dies, but he was the one who kind of told him to piss off from the girl from Sienna. And I don't know. I, I, like I said, I had a hard time finding one just because every other person was just mad to me. I mean, I liked the main character, and that was my favorite character, but I know we were trying not to choose the main. So I was trying to figure out ways of other people in there, and I, he kind of was the first one that, that popped up, and oh, he was kind of like the the guy who stopped messing with somebody, and I mean, he was like Steve in the first one. <laughs> <It's> like Steve, <laughs> fuck you, Steve. <laughs> but uh, but do you, do you remember remember we talked about? It. Do you think because uh, and, and I get it, it was a hard choice. Like my choice is, I wouldn't say a cop out, but it's it's like there were really wasn't a lot to choose from. Yeah. Um. I feel like Art realistically could have killed her any time. But I feel like this is a thing where he's either A, playing with prey, or he, yeah. this all has to happen a certain way, and he's he knows how it has to happen. Um, I mean, that's a good point. I was kind of thinking in a way of, like, he just, he just kind of extended her life. Just right, exactly. No, I, I, I'm in agreement with that. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering if... Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of like, <laughs> okay, that's cool, but why? <laughs> so okay. it's one of those things where I was like, I don't. Like, there's a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, which I hope in the third one they answer. I'm sure they will. Hopefully, it's like it's as fast as because like Scream Seven now is officially picked up and it's gonna probably release next year. But uh, hopefully, Terrifier Three gets released at least by next year or the year after. Um, that'd be nice. All right, so my boomstick operator was Jonathan. The reason I chose Jonathan, I'll tell you before you're like, ew, why? I, well, I just thought, he, so he wasn't a main character. He was just... He was just oh, yeah, character. no, yeah, so, okay, I, I just to make, just to reiterate, so boomstick operator and butthole of the... So boomstick operator cannot be the main protagonist. Okay, and I thought he was all part of also main protagonist. No, no, Sienna was technically the main. Um... <laughs> And butthole, butthole of the night can't be like art, for instance. Um, right. It just it can't happen. Yeah. But yeah, so it, I wouldn't really count Jonathan as a main protagonist. He was a okay. he was like a co-protagonist, whatever. But like the main story was about Sienna. She's the one who got yeah. the fucking you know sword powers. Yeah. Um. But I chose Jonathan. He was he honest like he he was a runner up in butthole of the night, and he almost won a double award. I was it was really hard for me not to choose him as butthole of the night, but I was like, man, the mom is just so overbearing, it's so annoying. I had to choose her. Um, again, luckily for him, I, I can't pick the main protagonist. There really wasn't a lot of options. I did like your choice as a store clerk. I didn't get, that wasn't even in my wheelhouse, but I didn't think about it till you said it. Um, just his annoying ass. I hate it, but he actually helped Sienna a couple times. Yeah. Funny enough, I mean, it, even even uh, used like he he was a distraction. He used himself yeah. as a distraction, 
uh, helped her get the upper hand on Art like multiple occasions. So he, you know, he mainly told her dad, you know, to, to choose you in the costume for a reason, whatever. So I mean, maybe a mini pep talk could have had her get the power of Christ or some shit. I don't know. That maybe maybe that's why uh, the the dad was like talking to her in the dreams, even though it really wasn't the dad. It was little evil clown bitch. Um. But I think I think Jonathan was was definitely my boomstick operator just for the sole fact that yes he was annoying little shithead but at the end of the day he did help her in a lot of aspects um you oh, know, yeah I mean, especially especially at the end yeah i mean not yeah convinced her but also you know shot the motherfucker with the shotgun you know had quick oh. thinking to grab it and then shoot him and you know like i said distraction um you know he wasn't dumb enough to let fucking art eat his goddamn leg and just watch him uh so, I mean, that that was good. Um, but, yeah, and then also, you know, make Sienna snap out of it in that little fuck dream that she was experiencing of her dad talking to her, or her mom talking to her, but it wasn't. Yeah. So, yeah, he was my boomstick operator, and, uh, yeah, that's how it is. That was, that's a good one. If you don't Oops. like it, if you don't like it, fucking fucking eat a bowl of mashed potatoes. Mom. Anyways, <laughs> move on to the rating. Alright. My rating tonight, uh, besides my custom rating, uh, I gave it on for like gore and slasher. I gave it an 8.8. .8. The ramp up and production quality is seen in all aspects of the film. Obviously the budget, and even the budget, the budget is only 350 grand. And you would think in just 350 grand they would have they wouldn't have as much, but that was a pretty big bump up in in budget. But also Definitely. it showed the practical effects; they really killed it. Yeah. Uh, quote unquote. Thirty-five thousand um, to over exactly. 300. That's fucking crazy. Um, yeah. The acting at time was a bit cringe, but the overall story that's unfolding, paired with the always gruesome effects of the kills, makes this an easy upgrade in everything, except of course. Um, as like an overall you know like kills i mean there wasn't like a whole lot there wasn't as much as i'd like there to be but i thought there was enough it, it's just a lot of the slower parts they probably could have cut out um but the kills itself really drove or the i'm sorry not the kills but the 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 just the overall production like it felt like a a pretty decent pretty damn damn good uh b movie yeah more than it should have been because it should have just been another hey let's find a warehouse and i'm gonna torture people yeah. you know that's that's honestly what I, I expected it to be i didn't i didn't even watch the trailer before i watched the movie because i really wanted to be surprised and i was and some in some parts i was a little upset because again the dragging but overall i really enjoyed the movie um i've i've watched it twice already and i usually don't do that with uh certain films especially like gore movies but for some reason, this one it was it was a pretty easy rewatch. So eight point eight for me. Uh, what about you? I gave this one an eight point six. Nice. We yeah. on we on cue. Yeah, I gave this eight point six because I actually I B movies like those and how like they to me it did feel like a, it was kind of making like an eighties type vibe of like the story into like the ending of it and how she became like a warrior. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit of 
cringy, but it was like, okay, well, let's just add something to this to make it a little more flair to all the gore that's in this movie. And then I liked how the how, that they add the plot, the type of plot that they add to give it more up to it. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think the actors and actresses were actually pretty, pretty funny in there. They were, uh, it was good. It was. I mean, the acting was good. I think there was, like you were saying, there was some cringe moments with some acting, like the mom. And yeah, I thought. I thought overall it was actually a ramp up in the acting. You know, yeah. like the the acting. There were certain. I hate to say, but even like, even though she was a, you know, kind of a bitch, like I felt like Brooke probably had one of the better acting skills out of most of those people. Yeah. Um, Sienna was Sienna was good. Obviously, she was the main lead. Um, even though, like, I feel like if, um, if Jonathan gets a little touch up on his delivery skills and his acting overall, I feel like he'll be a really, really good actor. Yeah, um, I mean, he's probably still a kid, so I think there's some a lot of room. To exactly. And I mean, you know, obviously you have those kids that are just automatically out the womb, ready to go. But I feel like with some, you know, some other movies, maybe some different writing and stuff, I feel like he could be a really good a really good uh, actor and then, you know, co-star for stuff. Um, yeah. The mom, I'm not sure with that. I don't know if she was purposely being over the top or if it was the writing or if maybe she's just not used to doing that style. But that one didn't really hit well, like other than her being butthole of the night for me. Uh, you take away the the acting, that being on par with everybody else. Um, it, it just, you know, it, it just didn't really suit her. Like you could tell, like, you know, I don't know. Um, the acting from everybody else I thought was pretty fucking funny. Um, a lot of the... Uh, even like Allie's, Allie's acting was fucking hilarious. Mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, you know, famous, you know, they always got to have a famous scream. I thought the mom scream was pretty damn good. Uh, whenever she actually found Allie. Um, and you know, instead of saying Allie, you know, she, she screamed, she could have been like, Allie, you know, she could have done that too. Just mimicked her. That would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then she just started laughing with Art. She's like, oh, thank God. I fucking hated this bitch. <laughs> like I can just imagine, like, if Art if Art kills somebody in three, and then the person's like, oh, thank fuck. I've been, I hate that bitch. And he just gets that shocked face like he did in the Halloween store, like, oh, what's wrong with you? And then just kills yeah. him, you know? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. If, if you, if anybody watching likes gore or just B level, and Austin said it best, it does feel like an '80s film, where the acting isn't supposed to be top tier. It's just supposed right. to be a fun, creepy, gory movie, and that's yeah. and I feel like that's what they did. Now they obviously had a lot of scenes where it was, it was very like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm, I'm why, why did that happen? You are gonna sit there and be like, <laughs> why though? There's gonna be a lot of that. And hopefully this is for a reason, so the third one, whenever it releases, will answer all of those questions. Well, I think people should go. I think people should go and watch the first one, and then see this one. That way, they can understand where we're coming from in a way of all the kind of like the things they missed. I will be completely honest. Yes, go see the first one just so you can watch the first and second. I don't think they need to watch the first one if if you because it kind of explains the lore a little bit in the second one about how she was brutally attacked in the first one. Now, if you want to see all the kills and all that stuff, yes, do it. 
Um, because then you'll also get a hint. I would say more or less watch the last 30 minutes of the Terrifier 1. Yeah. If you don't want to watch it, which it's not even that long of a movie, so maybe watch the whole thing. But for instance, like if you're just like, hey, does it have a lot of lore in it? No, not even slightly. Um, in the first like hour, the last 30 minutes or so you can watch or the first 45 minutes, the last 30 minutes, you can watch that and then it'll go right into the second one. I think you'll be fine. Um, but if you like watching all of them just to, you know, catch every little bit. Yeah, do it. You know what I mean? Play, play with your play with your privates. Who cares? I don't know why I said that. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I, th I, I think this heat in this closet is getting to my head. Oh, yeah, I agree. It's hot here. All right. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Me and Austin have a lot of fun recording these, especially the Terrifier movies that we just completed. We're excited to bring you more content in the future. Also, you know, reach out any of the handles that I have on here on Morbidly Beautiful for any future episode you'd like us to cover. So that's going to do it. Remember to be kind because you can't press rewind on life. And as always, stay spooked.